This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. This is the Fox News Rundown Extra. I'm Jessica Rosenthal. This week, we spoke to Zina Kukina. She lives and works in Kyiv, Ukraine's capital city. She's been there since the start of Russia's war. She talked to us about how frightening it has been, why she stayed, who has left, and how one could leave if they wanted to. We talked about her level of confidence in Ukraine's military and her thoughts about support from Western allies. She shared with us finding out about friends of a friend who've been killed and injured. We often have to cut interviews down for time during the week, but we thought you might like to hear this full interview. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe to the Weekday Rundown podcast if you haven't already. Now, here's Zina Kukina on the Fox News Rundown Extra. Okay, Zina, first, um, we are recording, so tell me your, uh, give me your name and tell me what city you're in or where you are. Mm-hmm. Uh, my name is Zina Kukina. I'm in Kiev for the moment. And I've been here since the beginning of uh, the war, it's since uh, February 24th. And Zina, do you live there? Is this your home? This is where you live and yeah, work? Yeah, it's, it's my, yeah, it's my hometown. I know Kiev is kind of big and there are suburban areas like homes and villages um, outside of the city as well. Based on where you are, what can you see and hear? I stay in the city center, in the downtown, and I can hear explosions and all kinds of noises of war. And we have uh, sirens all the time, which uh, when, we, when we hear it, we need to go to shelter. And they warn the population about the danger of the rockets or of the attacks and... Um, in the city center, there were uh, several cases of bombing during the week, this night and the previous nights, and we uh, have the explosions all the time in different parts of the city, and some of them are very close. Some of them, uh, the s- suburbans are really uh, attacked by the enemy, but we never know where the attack will come. And you said the suburban areas outside of Kyiv are, are, being, are being attacked? Yeah, the suburbans, uh, they suffered most of all. The whole day today I was trying to get out my friends or friends from those parts of the city because the buildings are ruined. Uh, there are a lot of families in shelters who can't get out of them now and they don't know whom to address and how to get out of those parts of the city because there is no systematic help. Uh, We have a lot of volunteers and territory defense and troops, but 
they can't get out of the shelters at the moment. And after bombing, there are a lot of suffered families. So the suburbans uh, suffered uh, most of all for the moment. We saw pictures of like what you were talking about, like condo buildings, apartment buildings that were bombed out, like in um, Bordienka. I think is one place and um, yeah. another village called Gorenka, also outside of Kiev. When you hear the explosions and you see the the images of these bombed out buildings, I mean, how how worried are you as you sit in Kiev that the Russians are just coming closer and closer to where you are? Uh, it's a very interesting feeling because uh, even though it's been a week since the beginning of the war, but uh, we still can't believe that it's a reality. And the first day when uh, I happened to be with my friends in their apartment, and there are a lot of people here who come and go, and when uh, we hear the explosions, it's like in a movie, you know? And uh, then some of the friends call you and tell that they need help to get out of the suburbans. It's a total mess. I, I even can't find the words to describe it because none of us previously seen a war uh, by our own eyes. And it's Zina. really frightening. I'm sure. Zina, why did you decide to stay in Kyiv? <laughs> this is the question I'm asked every single day by many people. And the only answer I have is that it's my home. I assume you don't have like um, children. If you had children, would you be would you be leaving? Would your situation be different? Maybe I I think that if I have children, I would think about them firstly. But I have parents who are now in another Ukrainian city, which is also preparing for the attack. And my parents, I was asking them to leave, but they refused. They also stay in their hometown, and I understand. Well, I'm young person who can live anywhere in Europe or anywhere else in the world. I speak English, I can work anywhere. But for the moment, I understand that I can help here because this is the moment when uh, my people and my country needs the support and help of people. And now we can see that our people has a really very high um, spirit, Motivation. I would say motivation yeah to stay and to help our soldiers to help our army and to try to stay as calm as it is possible to defend our country because we believe that uh, it has the right to be free and uh, to develop in its own independent way this episode is brought to you by shopify do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real POS. You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com system. Zina, what are you doing to help? Are you armed right now? Do you have a, a firearm, a gun? I mean, what are you... Are uh, you no... No, no, I, I don't have an arm. I can tell, for example, for today, since morning, I was contacting with uh, 
foreign uh, friends and uh, organizations that wants to help Ukraine with humanitarian aid. I was coordinating all the tracks with this help, uh, which are coming from Europe, from uh, all over the world to Ukraine. Then I was arranging the food for our territory defense and um, all the things which are done for those who need help, you know, for those who suffered in the suburbans, who need logistics to uh, get out of those places, for those who need to get in some way to the border, for example, mothers with children and they don't have a car or they don't have any other way to cross the border in the western part. So, you know, our people now are very active in helping the state and helping each other in every single problem which appears. And uh, we try to support in uh, our professional field or in any voluntary actions that we make now. Zina, if people did want to leave Kiev, could they? Is it surrounded by Russian troops? Like, could people drive out or, or walk out of the city and, and uh, move west still? As of today, there is only one one direction which is free, and people can leave. But well, today I got a message from my friend who was driving from Kiev in the um, northern direction. They left by car, and they were shot by the tank. And uh, they were shot. They were shot out by a tank. Yeah, they were shot out, and there were two families, one of which is dead. And uh, the second one is injured and it's not safe, actually. There is no green uh, corridor for those who leave. And if you leave, it's your responsibility and your uh, risk to take the road and leave in your own way. You know one family that was injured and one family that was killed? Uh, yeah. They, it's, it's the friend of my friends, but today my friend uh, sent me a message about the, the story that they they were trying to leave Kiev and they got in this trouble. Oh my God! And you know, the first day, the first day of the conflict, I had to stay at my friends in the apartment. But then another family invited us, and in the morning we woke up and it appeared appeared that the building where we had to stay was bombed by the rocket. So it, the rocket was flying to the airport, but it missed and it flew in a building. So uh, you never know where you never know uh, what is the main target. Zina, let me talk to you about the logistics and what's going on in the ground. We've heard that Russia mm -hmm. has taken over an area called Kherson. I think it's north of the Crimean area. As they as they move in to take certain parts, obviously this is one sort of large part. I mean, how concerned are you when you hear that the Russian army or the Russian troops have taken over more of Ukraine? And how confident are you right now in Ukraine's army and in Ukraine's own military? Well, uh, as we all understand, uh, Russian is uh, even more than 10 times bigger than Ukraine. 
with uh, all its population and its troops and military capacities, despite all the weapon which was uh, which is given to Ukraine from Europe, from uh, all other countries and international organizations, we're still not secure because uh, we understand that the uh, enemy has his goal and uh, it doesn't want to give it up. So we are not secure at all, and we can't even make any forecast because it's unpredictable. Actually, it is the feeling in the population, you know, without any uh, news or forecast from politics or economists or anyone else. We don't know what will, will be tomorrow, and. Yeah. Um, there is the second round of negotiations, but we still don't know what is the uh, result. And I'm more than uh, confident that there is no actual result of these negotiations for the population in general. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. More than a million people have fled, many to Poland. Um, obviously, it's heartbreaking to see these women and children on the border, but at least they got out alive. The, the men, we understand, have, most of the men have, have stayed back. I think for the most part, do you see, do you see a lot of women and children in Kiev, like either in the shelters or the subway systems that are staying behind too, or does it is it your sense that most of the women and kids have left? Uh, you know, there are women in Kiev who left because there are a lot of voluntary hubs organized by women who help uh, the uh, hospitals, who help to feed the military guys, who help to arrange all the, the all, all other things which are not uh, military ones. But yes, the most uh, women, especially with children, left uh, to Western Ukraine or they crossed the border because uh, men don't have the right now to cross the border because they uh, they have the obligation to serve now yeah. and to defend the country. So uh, in most of the cases, women left by themselves with the children. Zina, um, President Zelensky has asked for more air support and a no-fly zone. It doesn't look like a no-fly zone is happening anytime soon because I guess the thinking is that would drag other countries likely into you know, direct conflict with Russia. But do you think it will get to that point that Western countries will end up being more engaged in this conflict? Like, what is your sense of the future of this conflict and other countries participating? I can tell only about the sense because any logic doesn't work anymore. I don't think that uh, the countries will engage 100% because it will mean that it's like a world war if everyone will take part in a full in this conflict. We understand that now the two big countries are, like always, there are two big countries and uh, Ukraine is only in the middle of them. 
and uh, we don't know uh, what kind of uh, negotiations and what kind of actions they would prefer in their relations, <laughs> I would say. But now I don't think that uh, the uh, request of our president uh, regarding the sky will be fulfilled because there are three or four days when uh, when he asked and uh, there are no response in this direction. So I think it's a big step for for the Western world to be engaged in this conflict in full it would mean that they take part in the war. Now we have a great support, which it seems to me that it's unprecedented support from the Western world. But anyway, it's uh, not the, um, it's still the conflict uh, between Ukraine and Russia. Zina, one, one more question for you. Um, you referenced it. There, there was another round of talks in Belarus. It sounds like nothing really concrete has come out of it. But again, Russia said Ukraine has to declare it will not join NATO. Do you want President Zelensky to just do that, to just say, okay, we won't join NATO? Or do you want Ukraine to keep fighting? If you ask me on the first day of the confrontation, I will would definitely tell you I, I will beg for all this mess to stop because it's very frightening when you hear all this bombing outside your street. But now I understand that um, we don't have any other way than to keep fighting. Because if we um, accept the Russian conditions, it, it would mean that we would become the part of this country with this government and uh, with these rules. And I don't think that our president and our government is ready after all those, uh, I think, small wins that they already at, uh, attained, that they are ready to become the part of, of Russia. Zina, thank you so much for your time. We are thinking of everybody there, and we just want you to stay safe. Thank you very much. I hope this will end uh, soon, and <laughs> every one of us will come back to our normal life and to our plans that we had before this nightmare. Thank you, thank you very much for for calling and for uh, for worrying about yeah. our destiny. Thank you for for your support. Every voice is very important for Ukraine nowadays, especially the international one. Yeah, we we have to keep talking about it, and we will. You've been listening to the Fox News Rundown. Rundown. Stay up to date by subscribing to this podcast at foxnewspodcasts.com. And for up-to-the-minute news, go to foxnews.com. From the Fox News Podcasts Network. I'm Ben Domenech, publisher of The Federalist, and I'm inviting you to join a new conversation with the smartest thinkers out there about the country and where we're going. Subscribe to the Ben Domenech Podcast. Subscribe and listen now by going to foxnewspodcasts.com. Pull up a chair and join me, Rachel Campos Duffy. And me, former U.S. Congressman Sean Duffy, as we share our perspective on the discussions happening at kitchen tables across America. Download from the kitchen table, the Duffy's at foxnewspodcasts.com or wherever you download podcasts.